All right, everybody, welcome aboard to the Locked On NHL podcast, Thursday edition. Chris Maselli from Locked On Avalanche, Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning. And it's Thursday, so yeah, we have another power ranking to get to. And we're going to do something a little bit fun in the third segment, Star Wars related. Because Denker and I are Star Wars fans, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Here's another episode of Locked On NHL coming at you. For Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, everybody. Welcome aboard to another episode of Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. And yeah, the, the Star Wars thing that we're going to do is also hockey related. It's one of those logo things that people who are way more talented than I am graphic, uh, graphically, you know, graphic design uh, came up with it on Reddit. And it's a cool thing. We'll throw it up on screen if you're watching on uh, YouTube. It'll be it'll be cool because I think we're not going like, to rank them or anything. We're just going to go through and pick out some like favorite ones that we have. So we'll do that a little bit later on. Uh, but we will start where we always do with uh, our our power rankings for this week. And uh, these are voted on by hosts across Locked on NHL. And I think the last time we did it, it was by conference. I think we just split it up into two. And we've gone back to the division rankings. But we're also going to put a little bit of a twist on this because we're getting to the part of the season where Teams are pretty dug in in terms of where they are. You're going to get a little bit of movement here and there. But week after week, you're not going to get that team that goes from sixth or seventh up to like one or two. They're not going to like dethrone who's ever in first of each division. Right. I mean, this is kind of. It's kind of just where it's how the season goes. You have teams that fall a couple of here, and you'll see it. We'll, we'll put it up on the screen right now. Actually, if you're watching on YouTube, there you go. Um, and like we said, like you, you get a couple. You look at <clears throat> the Metropolitan and the Pacific. Nothing changes. Nothing from from one to eight. Nothing changed. And then the Atlantic. You had the Panthers moving up a couple spots which forced Detroit and Ottawa to move down a couple spots. And then in the Central, the only thing that happened was the Panthers and the Avalanche flip-flopped. So they, the Panthers went up to four and the Avalanche went to five. So that's that's really it. It's kind of like where we're, we're at in the season. Thoughts on that? I mean, we I think we both pretty much nailed the, hit the nail on the head, Chris, uh, about uh, – American Thanksgiving and and your be, being your cutoff as well as mine being Christmas slash New Year kind of what you see is what you get by that time and and you know I you and I were talking about this as we were coming up with the what to talk about we we pretty much said you know you're really not going to see that big much of a flip flop or or movement from now until the end of the season unless we're talking about you know something of the the level of what the blues did when they won the cup but i i don't i don't really see anything really happening i think really as if you're if you're a fan of a team who is not currently in a playoff spot especially in those those three right now uh the Mm -hmm. chances are you're going to be disappointed by the end of the season (laughs) well and that's kind of what we're going to tackle today We'll, we'll, we'll focus on the teams that 
as of us recording this, which is on Wednesday night, uh, who are out of a playoff spot, the teams on the outside looking in. And, you know, that's can they make a move? Like, is is it all, you know, there, there's some teams that season's over. You know what I mean? You're, you're yeah. Chicago Blackhawks of, of the league. Like, it, it's over for them. But you have those teams that are on the verge, and you know we'll look at them. And you know why not start in in the East right now? Um, as far as your playoff teams, obviously you have Boston, Toronto, and Tampa. You have Carolina, New Jersey, and the Rangers. Your wild cards right now are the Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So your first team out right now is the New York Islanders. Uh, points wise, I'm not looking at points percentage because they don't have that in front of me. Uh, but points wise, they have 47 points. Uh, Pittsburgh has that last wild card spot at 48, but Pittsburgh is the team who has two games in hand on the Islanders, so that doesn't bode well for the Islanders. You have Buffalo as your second team out, they have 42 points. Same with the Florida Panthers at 42, then you have the Red Wings at 41. And as you go down, Ottawa at 39, Flyers at 39, Montreal at 35, and the Blue Jackets with 26. So we can stick a fork in them. Uh, but kind of start at the top of, of the no playoff teams. Anyone's on the verge that you think can you know make a leap by the end of the year? Like their season's clearly not done yet. Do you think there's any teams there? I really like the Buffalo Sabres, uh, one of the highest scoring teams in the league right now. And they actually had their GM on the Merrick show the other day. And and they seem like they're pretty content on, on trying to make that last push. And if a deal should arise in which uh, they think that they could go to the playoffs, that's great. But not obviously sacrificing any of the young talent that they have. So, you know, that made come back to bite their chances but i think they're really only goaltending a, a goaltender away from potentially sneaking past the islanders and and getting past you know uh these last two teams in the wild card so i i i wouldn't be surprised if you know we see buffalo maybe get past and and bump the capitals out i i just think that the penguins i think we could all agree at this point in time you know we we doubted them early in the season what's going on with pittsburgh penguins fast forward a month later oh never mind they're, yeah. they're, everything's all right um i i would have to say though you know it's hard chris though when we're having this conversation because at least in the east in this wild card spot who who can you really bump out unless you know you see a team out of these divisions these three division spots uh take a fall but hmm. the penguins are going to be the penguins i mean the capitals they're the easy target to say okay so they'll falter right but even then they've been playing well lately uh six two and two over their last 10 so it doesn't we're not really looking at any teams other than the penguins that are kind of in struggling right now so you know i would have to say though buffalo is probably your best bet though yeah, if they can keep uh, <clears throat> plugging away, and as far as the Sabres go, their last 10, they're 7-3-0. Oh. And that's including the last two games have been losses. So um, you, you have to like what Buffalo is doing. I, I, I feel like they're a year, <clears throat> maybe two, ahead of the pace right now of where people thought they would be. I think they everybody thought they were going to be an improved team. 
there's no way that they could be this bottom feeding team again. You, they have a lot of young, talented guys. It was just, do they need a year or two to kind of get just going, get, get, you know, just some NHL ice time and play together as a team for a full season. Yeah. And I think people are going to see an improvement as the year went on. And I don't think a lot of people expected them to, to do this well. And you had early on, you know, they, they were kind of towards the bottom, but they're, they've climbed them. They've climbed out of it and they are, you know, they're still five points behind the Islanders, but they got three games in hand against them. So that is very meaningful. Um, to your question, they're like, okay, who are you going to bump out of the East? Obviously, Boston's not going anywhere. Neither is Toronto. Neither is Tampa. Um, in the Metropolitan, Carolina's going to be there. The Devils are going to be there. You got the Rangers who are playing better. Um, I, yeah, I think. I mean, I think the wild cards are up are up for grabs, man. I. I I think both of those teams right now, I think those the, the the six teams in the one, two, and three position in each of those divisions, I feel are are good. And 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 that's knowing that you know you you have um where was the Rangers? So the Capitals are right on the heels of the Rangers. But I'm just not there that I feel like the Capitals can can stick with them all year long. I don't know. I just and I know they got Ovechkin, and I, they're one of the older teams in the league. And some people say that works to their benefit. I don't think it does. I just feel like guys at, at that age just start to whittle away as a season. The, the wear and tear of a season starts to, to get to them more than it does the young guys. Um, so I do. I just don't think that that the Capitals can, can get into one of those top three spots. So I do. I think both of these wild card spots – are up for grabs. It still it could be Washington and Pittsburgh at the end of the year, but would it surprise me if the Sabres sneak in there? Would it surprise me if the Panthers figure it out and and kind of just keep keep like ascending and get up there? It, it wouldn't. So no, man. I, I think for the wild card spots, I think it's uh, it's still it's still wide open. Yeah, I, I do you think it's just so to what you said. Islanders, Sabres, and Panthers. It's just pretty much a, a three horse race outside of the the wild card teams in the East. Or do you see a Red Wings? Or yeah, I do. I, I think I think the, the Red bunch. Wings. I think the Red Wings are are looking forward to this this little All Star weekend break to just sit back and kind of just collect their thoughts and then just. Say let let let's go on a run. I do. I'm expecting a big second half from the Red Wings, and mark that down if you want to. And and you know we can revisit that if you want. I think the Red Wings are are ready to to take off. I do. So if, if you're going to ask me like what's the one team to watch for in in the second half, I just have a gut feeling, and it's it's just a gut feeling that the Red Wings are going to be that team. So and they're, and they're right now they are the fourth team out. So they still have teams to climb over. But like you're saying, I'm not confident in the two teams that have those wild card spots. So who? So okay, are we doing are we doing predictions? If you want to throw out predictions, let's say um, I think I don't think the Sabers can get there. I like them; they're an exciting team. 
I think their defense right now is is getting better. Um, but I think their goaltending, while that's improved as well, that I think that might hurt them. But it's just one of those like, can their offense just outscore you? I don't know. As as it gets down to the wire, I think teams really tighten up, and it's going to be a little bit more difficult for them to score. I'll see you next year, Buffalo, and I'm going to be afraid of you next year. I will say Capitals, and because they put all those eggs in the basket for the Red Wings, I feel like the Red Wings are going to ascend. So I'll say the Capitals and the Red Wings. So you're saying that the Penguins fall out? Yes. Wow. When was the last time they missed the playoffs with Sidney Crosby? Oh, man. Have they? I don't think they have. I think maybe maybe his rookie year, possibly, and that was yeah, right. (laughs) But I don't I don't even know if it was then. So yeah, I I, they're just too up and down for me. Uh, And I know that they have the experience, and and that shines too towards the the end of a a regular season. And they they had the mentality of been there before, Um, and that might come into play. That very well might come into play, but. I don't know. I just I've seen the Red Wings play here and there, and and I just I get a better feeling from them that if they can just tighten up on some things, uh, they can like make life miserable for a lot of teams. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. Um, let's hear from Bet Online, and then we'll take a look at the Western Conference. But let me get this out of there. There we go. Uh, we got BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news. And analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football. The bowl season is over, but you can probably bet on next year's bowl season if you want to do that. Um, when did you shut that game off, Georgia and uh, TCU? Oh, I think midway through the second quarter. I don't even think I made it that far, man. <laughs> you, you could it just the writing was on the wall. You could whenever whenever they went up 28-7, I think that's when I shut it off. So yeah. I think maybe maybe a little earlier than that actually. Yeah. 28-7, I think that was with 12 minutes left in the first quarter. Is when no. <laughs> no, it was that was brutal to watch, man. Changes are coming. Aren't they doing 12 teams next year? I think eventually they'll go to 96, like March Madness. <laughs> They're going to do a March Madness <laughs> in football. Oh, God. Oh, man. Those kids are going to be beat up. Uh, if you love sports podcasts, who doesn't? You can even find those over at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. That is betonline.net, and it's where the game starts. All right, let's shift our focus over to the Western Conference. We'll bring uh, those standings back up uh, for you to look at if you're up on YouTube. And as far as the teams out of the playoffs in the West, well, actually, we'll go through the teams that have them are in playoff spots. You have Vegas, the Kings, and Seattle. And then you have the Stars, Winnipeg, and the Minnesota Wilds for your top three teams in those conferences. Your wildcard teams right now are the Calgary Flames and Edmonton Oilers. So the Pacific is very well represented. Um, I've taken five spots right now. No playoffs. The first team out right now is the St. Louis Blues, followed by the Nashville Predators, and then the Colorado Avalanche, and then Vancouver, San Jose, Arizona, Anaheim, and Chicago. I'll let you go first here, sir. Well, I'm going to start off by saying something pretty 
I think blasphemous. And this is 50%, I think, predicting and 50% bias because uh, Nikita Kucherov, I believe, his chances of potentially. Now, this is a very soft potentially because his, his chances of winning the heart are, I think, very dependent on this outcome. I'm going to come out and predict real quick that mm -hmm. I think the Edmonton Oilers fall out and miss the playoffs. Okay. I, I, this is the, because I feel like at this point, I think we could all agree that Connor McDavid's having a phenomenal season. Right. On the Having said that, though, I just – I think that we see Edmonton take a bigger step back this year. I mean, the fact, I mean, we talk about this on a yearly basis, Chris, it, it's almost incredible how a team who has the two best players on the planet uh, just completely can't figure, <clears throat> can't figure it out. The goaltending situation is always a mess. And now we're sitting in the second week of January talking about them, uh, second in the wild card and i i just feel like at this point you know we we can't we can't look at mcdavid and and say you know it's all on him i mean he's been having a phenomenal season which i think is also going to work against him down the road because i feel like you know yes he is a great player but at some point you have to imagine him alongside dry and just how thin the depth is on edmonton and the goaltending situation you would have to figure at some point down the road that this team is going to burn out. And given the amount, given the teams that are behind them that are out of the picture, I, I just don't see how Edmonton could hold on to that last spot. I mean, they are tied in points with the Blues. I'm, and I think off the top of my head, the Oilers have the upper hand in points percentage. Yes, they do. Um, but looking well, at they're, the, they're exactly the same. So they're, oh, wow. They're 21, 18, and three. So, probably, well, so what's the first? I mean, is it head to head? Or it's is, probably head to head. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what what their head to head is, but but um, I I look at the way Nashville's been playing, uh, seven one and two of their last ten on a four game win streak. UC Soros, I mean, he is one of the best goaltenders in the league. And then we got your boys, the Colorado Avalanche, who mm -hmm. I firmly believe once everybody's healed and back, you know, to playing form, I think you guys are going to start to to make some noise. I can't see Edmonton being able to look over their shoulder, seeing those two teams and continue to, to basically hang on with one finger to the edge of the cliff. That is the wild card spot. So I, I mean, is it a little bit blasphemous saying that, you know, I think that that Connor McDavid's going to miss the playoffs. It's unfortunate for the league, but Listen, I mean, if, if Connor McDavid misses playoffs, and and as I'm predicting, if Sidney Crosby misses the playoffs, that's not good for the league. That's <laughs> Gary Bettman's worst nightmare. <laughs> it really is not good. And I'm not saying we just let them in. You know, there's other you know team players on teams that would supplant them that are worth watching. But yeah. if you have the two biggest names that can't even make the playoffs, um, that is that's not that's not a good look. Um, it, it's funny how we're sitting here talking about Edmonton. And how you know how I said I'm not comfortable with the two teams that are in the wildcard spot right now. I'm just securing those going forward, and I think I think a lot of us are, are okay with the Flames. I think the Flames are just too good of a team to play it as poorly as they did early in the season. Seems like they're figuring things out little by little, and I, I just expect them to be there. I do. I think they're that good of a team. But it's funny how with with Edmonton, yeah, they have two of 
the greatest players in the league. They made the Western Conference Finals last year, and here we are sitting like, no, we're still not sold on them. And I think because, you know, nothing really has changed. And, yeah, they made it to the Western Conference Finals and got swept. It's not like they they pushed it to a game seven and it went to overtime. And if they got a couple bounces here or there, McDavid would be playing in his first Stanley Cup final. They got creamed. So that's not like a lot of times when you have the teams who lose in a conference final going into the next year, they seem to be like the sexy pick. Like, I'm going to go out on a limb here and take the team that, you know, didn't make the final, but we're so close. It just seems to be like that. That's always like a, a sexy pick. And it's not for Edmonton because everybody kind of sees through them past McDavid and Dreisaitl and, and, you know, yeah, they got a couple good, good players here and there, but not enough to make a run. You telling me that they're going to go up against a team like Boston and really give them a time or Toronto or Carolina, like it's not going to happen. It's not going to, he just can't carry that team like to, to win a championship it's just so difficult i mean chris not even talking about the stanley cup final i mean can you see edmonton getting past winnipeg or vegas or dallas or or even i i mean maybe la and seattle and minnesota i mean minnesota will will definitely give that series well uh, make that series <clears throat> go seven but i mean if you look at those other teams i mean I, I still think I still think even if they get in, and I'm not discouraging, I'm not saying that they shouldn't deserve to get in based off of this, but I mean, I I see them getting to the second round at best. Yeah, well, that's the problem with them is yeah. like a, a, a one game series, which is the regular season, they can beat yeah. you here and there. You know, what I mean, they 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 have the ability to score outscore you and, and yeah. beat you to put them up in a a seven game playoff series. To face that team day after day that's making adjustments for you, it's tough for them to do that because McDavid can make the adjustments that, yeah. that you are adjusting to him. You know, he can play that chess match all day long, and so can Dreisaitl. But going down the lineup, they can't. They can't do it. So, uh, you know, when the salary cap goes up in a couple of years, maybe that's what Edmonton's looking forward to because then they can bring in some other guys um, and that – you know, McDavid contract is not hurting them as much to, to, to get other guys in. And it it's also they do have to make better moves like they're trying to make moves. And, and the guys that they're bringing in just are not working out. I I'm so, still baffled that people thought that Jack Campbell was going to be the solution. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> had, had a nice little run uh, in, in Toronto, but like that's, you know. To, to put you know to, to give him the keys to the car is just that was not going to happen now um, the the question i want to ask you real quick now yeah. i've i've been able to restrain myself from talking about the lightning to a certain extent but mm-hmm. i'm going to give you the reins to go a little bit wild on your avalanche uh right once you get a full team back i mean it's been very much noted throughout this entire season you know the injuries mckinnon out landiscog out um are we just looking at a wild card spot from once everybody's back to normal, or are you looking to see if this team could get back into an actual divisional race for that one of those three spots? 
it'll be it'll be a challenge, but I I can't put anything past this team. And it's not well. We we have to wait for Gabe Landeskog to get back and Belnichuskin to get back. Um, Kyle and I say it all the time on our show. Like, well, not all the time. Recently on the show, there's enough guys back right now. It's not the laundry list. You still have important guys out. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, you have uh, Nachuskin and Landeskog, and you have Bo Byram, who's been out for, I think he's played like 10 games all year. Josh Manson is out. So there's two big guys on your defense that are out right now, and it's showing. It's showing. Like the, the You still have high-end talent that is not playing, but you still have high-end talent that is playing. And Mika yeah. Rantanen is going off this year. He's having a fantastic season. McKinnon's been back for a while, and he's back to being Nathan McKinnon. So you have enough talent there. They're just not putting it together right now on the ice. It it it's it's tough to watch. They're struggling to score. Um, they did get four the other night against the Panthers, but they were down four to one. They had to just go buckshot in the third and just throw everything at them, and it worked. But they don't do that over the course of sixty minutes. Will they turn it around? I think. Everybody expects them to. They ha- obviously have championship pedigree. They have that in their back pocket now. Like we can do this, but they—I don't want to say they've put—they've—they've they've buried themselves into a hole because if you look at the standings, they're only two points back of Edmonton for that second wild card spot with three games in hand on them. So as bad as they're playing, they've lost six of their last seven games. There we go. Yeah. Back again. All right. Yeah, back. So yeah. I was saying like. Despite all of that, they're still in the hunt for a playoff spot, but they are not playing well right now, and and they know that. But guys like Nathan McKinnon will will because Landis Gog's not there right now. He'll get this team going. Um, I, nobody's sitting here halfway through through the season saying the Avalanche are done. Nobody. No, and, and I think that's why this Edmonton situation with with them being where they are. I mean, uh if I'm if I'm a fan of the Oilers or a player on the Oilers, how are you not sitting there sweating looking at the teams behind you? Right. I mean, really, right. your best your your best hope is that Jacob Markstrom continues to struggle in in Calgary, and and hopefully that the Flames could take a nosedive to where yep. you don't have to be the team who's first one out of the wild card. Right. Yeah. yeah. So true. All right, uh, let's hear from Built Bar, and then we'll do a quick uh, fun thing with some Star Wars logos that uh, somebody put up on on Reddit. So uh, what do we got? Built Bar, looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and a lot of people have their goals to eat a little bit healthier this year. Was that on your list of uh, to do for this year, Denker, or, or, or no? Are you just like, no, nah, I'm just, you know, meeting potatoes all day long? I, I'm just. I, You're I, at the I'm, age where you, you don't really care anymore. Yeah. Once I hit, once I hit thirty, I think you know, leaving the house is a good goal. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing the TikTok Ozempic challenge, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yep, 100% real chocolate and they come in unbelievably delicious flavors like churro peanut butter brownie and coconut almond i actually went to sam's club the other day with my wife to get a couple things as soon as the doors open up which by the way yes i still do the star wars force open every time i walk into any supermarket 
first thing you see, Built Bars, right there. Like they are in Walmart now, and they are in Sam's Club for your purchasing pleasure. So get on it, people. Uh, if you're close, like I said, to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You will thank me later. And make sure to go to built.com and fill up your basket with everything that they have. They're always coming out with new flavors. So go check out built.com and enjoy delicious built bar for the new year. All right. So uh, this was put up. I want to give the guy credit. It was over on, like I said, it was on Reddit. Um, and you always see guys doing this. A lot of NFL, you see it where they're like yeah. kind of, you see the one where the guy did like the, the Call of Duty yes. uniforms. Yes. Those were solid. Those were sick. Yeah. Those were solid. So this was uh, uh, Reddit user Galactic Chef recreated all the NHL logos if they were in the Star Wars universe. So we're going to throw them up. I'll do full screen up on uh, YouTube right now for a minute so you can take a look at Because the, the lettering is a little small there, so you may not be able to see some of them, but um, you can probably make out most of, of what they are. Um, really cool, man. Like, There's very few that I don't like, I have to be honest with you. I don't know what the the Montreal Canadiens one is, and if you're looking on YouTube, it's right next to the, it's to the left of the Boston one, which is Chewbacca. Um, I don't know what that is. Oh, that's supposed to be uh, Boba Fett's um, sigil or something is like it? that. The yeah, the I don't um, get that. yeah, but I don't get that. No, so. these are. I, I think the only oh. one that oh, I. You know, looking at it, I mean, th- this one is still pretty solid, but if I had to rank it last out of all of them, I think the speeder for Philadelphia. Very cool. Um, that's, like I said, still very good, but I still think at the bottom of the list. I I have to say my favorite, just because it caught my eye, was probably the Ottawa one that's on the bottom, uh, the Mandalorian helmet. Yep. I have to say that's probably number one for me. Really? And then, yeah, I, I, I just, you know, that's it's super easy to go to. I yeah. mean, it's. I also like, and this kind of ties in with what you said about the penguins potentially falling out. I like their logo because it kind of, you know, you go from being a penguin to, you know, whatever the equivalent of that would be in Star that's Wars. Yeah, uh, that, those are those things that were on the island with. Um... With Luke, yeah. With Luke. What the hell are they called? I can't. Um, that's it's. Scary. But I would have to say, like, instead, and it was funny because there was, I think it was also Merrick was talking about how he preferred the old Pittsburgh Penguins pop belly logo instead mm-hmm. of the one that's in shape now. Okay. So I think this is probably a better representation of the throwback. Yeah, and then I probably say for my third would probably be I have to say the Vegas one. Because it, it's also a great personification about how you feel about them. Is that them being the evil, the the dark side? They the... Totally are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you like the you got like two like helmet ones on there almost. I mean, you can't go wrong. Enjoy. I mean, if if you were to carry that over to the NHL, I think. Yeah. And I, and I was talking to you before we started hitting the record button. You know, 
Major League Baseball does it with with Star Wars night. I don't know if it's like a league wide thing. I know some teams do it here and there, but I don't think it's as as celebrated as you see. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because you know, on May fourth, the playoffs are going on, and right, you know, franchises are more concerned about that than you know. Right. Uh, how are we pogues? Aren't they called pogues? I think so. Those, those I, I, I think they're I will, pogues. Yeah. I will take your word for it. Yeah. But, I think they're. I think they're. Um, I do like the Philadelphia one. I think the speeder is really, really cool looking. I, I, I got a kick out of the Columbus one, which is right next to which was Watto. Oh, that's I, good. I, I don't know. I just laughed at that one. Um, I I really like New Jersey, which is just Darth Maul's head. Yeah. I just think that obviously that just fits being the devils. And, you know, he it's kind of represent representation of a devil. I think Tampa's is awesome. <laughs> I do, man. Just the hand with the lightning coming out of it. Uh, you know, Mr. Palpatine himself represented in, in Tampa. And he's old, so he probably went to retire down in Florida. So that's probably where he's living. That's that's actually how Cooper dresses when he's not behind the bench. <laughs> he just wears a long, dark robe. Yeah. Uh, I do like the Toronto one, uh, the Grievous head. Yes, that's a I good one. I think that looks cool. Um, I like Seattle. Oh, the the yeah. scarlet tentacles coming out. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, the the Winnipeg one is just too easy. The Winnipeg one just looks like the regular logo. It's just yeah. It's it's just a jet. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I I think the most creative one, I honestly feel is the avalanche. Yeah, I think it's really really creative, and and they took from. Uh, Empire Strikes Back and the opening scene on Hoth with the Adats just walking slowly and you know Luke doing the the cable thing and you have that swoosh thing that's on the Avalanche logo which is going around the legs yeah. of the Adats. I think that's really creative. I'm not gonna say it's My, the best one, but I, I think that's a, the most creative one. I would say the best one to me is between the Devils and the Lightning. That, I would say those are the two best ones. I do have a question because I did. Just notice, and the Panthers one with Jamba the Hutt is. Great. That's exactly what I was going to ask you because <laughs> I want to know: is it? I I need to know why the pan. I mean, I'm trying not to smile and laugh about it because obviously I I I love to dump on the Panthers whenever I get a chance. Yeah. But why are they? Why are they Jamba the Hutt? I think just why? because Jamba the Hutt is brown colored, <laughs> and the Panthers on the Panther logo is also brown. It just fits. It just seems to work well. So that one's good. And how can you not like Jar Jar being the face of the Anaheim Ducks right now? Yeah, that was a good one. I I feel like we missed an opportunity here with Dallas being Baby Yoda or some iteration of Yoda. Um, with yeah, good yeah, they they just kind of went with like the rebellion kind of logo type of yeah. thing. And yeah, that's a good idea. Should have went with Yoda something because you know being green and everything, obviously. I think that's a misstart. There's nothing Yoda in here now that you bring the him up. Yeah. No. Not. Calgary, I don't know what that is. Calgary just looks like the throwback uh, Colorado <laughs> just, Rockies. It's just uh, a C. Logo. It's just a C. Uh, what is Vancouver? What is that supposed to be? I don't know. That's Yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. I don't know what that one is. It looks like a wave of some sort. A wave of losses? And I can't... <laughs> Oh, horrible. <laughs> uh, and I do think the Blackhawks one is cool. 
You got the Ewoks with the feathers coming out of it. That would be a great hat to sell. I mean, you'd Ooh, you'd make. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so whoever made this on Reddit, um, monetize that man. I, Send us I, hats. He probably can't even make these legally because you know <laughs> Star Wars is going to come at him. So to make money on them, uh, you might want to think twice. Well, if you want to, and Lucasfilm comes after you, uh, Chris has your tab covered so don't worry about that just yeah. focus on continuing yeah. doing the <laughs> luckily there's a lot of people in this country named chris and it's not <laughs> me, so. uh all right man that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up so uh if, if you guys got a favorite if you're watching this on youtube you got a favorite throw them out there in the comment section over on youtube um or get a hold of us on our social media channels but uh that will wrap it up for the thursday episode of locked on nhl for Mr. Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning. I am Chris Maselli. And thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Enjoy the uh, the weekend, whatever games you happen to be watching, and we will return next week with a brand new power ranking list. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. See you later.